So Di, how often do you hear men expressing how they actually really feel? Mm, never. Exactly. Whilst this is really commonplace conversation for women, it's just not so much for guys, is it? That's right. So on our podcast, Men Talking Frankly, we're going to explore a range of topics with our male guests. Mm. Deflection for them is not going to be an option. <laughs> we're going to deep dive whilst taking a light-hearted approach on a number of issues. Such as romance and dating disasters, which we've heard so many of, mm. insecurities, body image, and navigating female empowerment. Look out. Do you know, we're actually executive search specialists, so asking probing questions is really second nature to us. I'm Di Gillett. And I'm Tracy Whitaker. And from time to time, we're also going to call on renowned broadcaster George Denikin just to add a male voice on our side of the couch. Great. So join us on this and other episodes where we're going to explore insights from a male perspective. George, how are you doing? I'm okay. Uh, you've got another guest and another interesting set of topics or discussion matter. We do. Anthony, right. how are you? Nice to see you, Tracy. Good to see you. Waiting too. to see what you come up with. <laughs> Stand well, by. Stand George, by. George has had a bit of a peak, haven't you, George? I have. You, you came along <laughs> and, you, and you dropped this word in front of me, and I read it and went, intimacy. Intimacy. What does it mean? Well, good question. It means. Different things to different, different people. people Anthony, it? what does it mean? What does it mean? Well, I mean, everyone's def- <laughs> definition of intimacy is different, and primarily it's closeness between people in relationships and personal intimacy. Hang on, that's your perspective. Well, yeah. Let's find but, out what but isn't Anthony thinks. Intimacy isn't synonymous with sex. Is it's it? not another word for sex. So, right. Anthony, what are your thoughts about intimacy and What does it mean to you and what do you visualise when you hear this word? Oh, this is taking us down a deep rabbit hole here. I was just reaching for my Webster, George, and I better put it away because I was going to look up the definition of it. Um, Yeah, well, I mean, as a personal response, I suppose if you'd asked me years ago, the, the, the word intimacy always brought up the connotation of a personal physical connection it uh, it did didn't it yeah, i think you sort of said that and you said it doesn't have to but it my immediate response yes. was was that and probably still is and i think if i look around my mates male and female they probably would if you talk about someone being intimate with somebody yeah, that's fair. that that automatically you suggest they have an intimate relationship now you know it, it doesn't have to be sexual but i think that's the immediate it's thought. what comes to people's but it, thoughts, but isn't it? You also yeah. suggested, and I think it's right now in a, in a broader sense, it, it is a closeness. It's well, a very right. personal closeness. Exactly. Thing. Yeah. And and, and um, intimacy can cover several different categories. And I was looking at the emotional, intellectual, physical, honesty, yeah. affection, and there's hundreds more. But I still think in blokes, you, most yeah. blokes, yeah. <laughs> okay. the Aussie term, you know, if, if they're talking about an intimate relationship with another person, they would they would see it as being having a, a physical Meaning initially, even yes. though in the broader sense you rightly said it's not. So, so I still think in the current era, with even maybe I'm coming from the wrong era to, to think about it. That's that's still what, what people think. But, but as I said, now and my personal thing because of the the broad fields that I work in, I, I don't see it as being such a sexual no. connotation. And and it would be interesting if a, a woman said to you, you know, I, I want to I want to become more intimate with you, Anthony. You'd think, oh, great. Or 
what she might mean is, <clears throat> I want you to open up more. I want you to reveal more about yourself yeah. intimately. And I think so that's not be, what she says, it's how she says it. Yeah, but I think that can be an intimate moment with somebody mm. when you really are opening up and, and sharing something very personal. That's an intimate moment. And that can be a conversation share. It, it, can, it can be from a, on a yes. telephone call. It doesn't yeah. even have to be in the same postcode. Mm. So it doesn't have to be a physical connection to do that. So I think, you know, when, when, you, when you talk about, you know, whether it's vulnerability or you talk about opening up, I think that's making yourself intimately available to somebody as well. If, if it's a very personal conversation about your, you know, your mental health, your emotional health or a struggle yeah. you might be having in life, I think that's to having an intimate connection with somebody it can be at that level. And it's interesting you should talk about vulnerability because I think a lot of men and, and, and a lot of women, are, are, they don't want to open up because the fear of that building intimacy with someone so they, they hang back a little bit, do you think? Yeah, I think because you have to be vulnerable, don't you? Well, yeah, but yeah. then you expose yourself to, to really getting hurt, and I think that's the yeah, that's I, right. I, again, I'm going to generalise here, Tracy, yeah, but yeah. I think women do that much better than men, which is why perhaps women get hurt more often in <laughs> yes, social relationships. Yes, you know? yes. And again, I'm generalising. I understand that. No, but, that's fine. But men will often bounce from one relation to another, and they don't get hurt as much because they've never made themselves as vulnerable. Whether that's in the physical sense, or mm. whether it's in the sharing. Is uh, that emotion. the wiring? Is mm. that the wiring? Yeah, I think, mm. I think I think I think that's the that's wiring that that is is traditional and mm. sometimes it's cultural, mm. George, I would say. And I yeah. think it might be changing a little bit with this new world that we're, you know, growing into and we're all becoming much more, um, you know, in touch with ourselves and, you know, but, but I still think in terms of the reason blokes have trouble being vulnerable is because if you really do make yourself vulnerable, um, yeah. you can get, if it goes wrong and, and if it doesn't work, um, you know, it, get hurt. It, it can get hurt. Yeah. And as I said, I, I think yeah. women are, it sounds, it sounds like it's leasing to say they're better at being vulnerable than men oh, are. Oh, okay. Um, but, you know, I also know some male friends that have been terribly hurt by things that have happened yes. in, in personal – I'm talking about personal relationships, not so much business. I mean, you can be vulnerable in a business situation and get hurt doing that. But I think in terms of where we are with intimacy when it comes to personal relationships with um, your partner, um, then it's a real balance, right, because you, 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 you actually want – to make that person know you as best you can. You mm -hmm. want them to be as close to you as you can. Yes. But sometimes guys have uh, guys have um, this way of holding part back of themselves. Oh, the, yeah, for sure. You know, and initially mm. in, a, in the early part of the relationship, of course that will happen. But, you know, once you're, you know, I don't know yeah. what the exact time frame ought to be, no, but no. once you're a year, two, five years yeah. in, you know, you, you, hopefully it's you're pretty secure in knowing the person you're with. And so then it comes down to, Yes. How much mm. you, you share. You know, and I don't mind being a little bit personal here because I know in some of my early relationships mm. in my 20s and 30s, I was very standoffish and not willing to yes, make myself it's vulnerable. Fear of getting hurt, isn't it? It's also, yeah. it's also cultural. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also cultural. I mine was cultural. I think I'm very tactile. I know, you know, when I, when I married a second time, I, I came into a, a, a predominantly British family. Um, and interestingly, uh, that required. Me, me saying to them, no, 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 you, you can hug me. I'm happy to hug you. And uh, the boys, the first time I did it to yeah. them, were taken, not taken aback, but, <laughs> oh, but, but, but after a few times it was like, 
No, they were happy to to walk up to me and meet me halfway. Yeah, but I think that Mediterranean, for one of oh, thanks very much. Background. No, but it's a, no, no, it's, it's a complimentary. <laughs> I mean, you know, the, the Mediterranean, whether it's Greek, whether it's Cypriot, whether it's Italian, you know, Spanish. it's a kiss on the cheek, it's the hug. You see it amongst the generations happening around in the street. And and that's something that the the, the, the white Anglo Saxons and you know no, and, and the sort no. of uh, would you know, my my background you know and the, you mentioned right. the Brits for God's sake you Did know you see all those it, it, it wouldn't be happening have you seen Bridgerton the you, you know like if you've watched Bridgerton the on Netflix I mean you know it's it's, it's handshakes at twenty paces you don't you don't you know you don't show emotion so I think sometimes that that Tracy that that lack isn't necessarily cultural it's it might be just instinctive it might even be something to do with the environment you you grew up in as well because you know what 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 affection you show you see shown in the house amongst parents for example might reflect in your own relationships to some extent so again Mm. i think i've learned and have become a lot better which uh, at that um over intimacy recent Mm. times yeah intimacy in the global sense of it rather than purely the the physical sexual sense of it well, well, as women, we women need to feel loved and want to want a sense of connection to have sex. Yeah, without that connection and without without feeling loved, we're pretty reluctant to have sex. But men need to have sex to feel loved and appreciated. Do you think? No, I think oh, that's okay. a terrible generalisation that okay. you just made. That I mean, I I don't I don't I don't think there are. Um, Quite a lot of pariah women out there, I think, who are equally good at at having random oh, okay. and unattached sex as men are. Now, I'm not saying as a percentage they're they're equal as as the number yes. of men that are out yeah. there, but even in my limited contact with with some um, mature women, you know, mature being over 35 these days, I would say, <laughs> they, they they've got it worked out. So I don't think for them it's 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 I mean it, it's as necessary connection is required. I think okay. some of them have just decided that that's their life now, and they're going and to call the shots. And, and let's uh, let's and not kid ourselves. In, 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 intimacy can actually boost your your immune system, can't it? That's, well, there's the. Oh, mm. A highly active sex life has a, has a lot to do with health benefits, um, George. It's anti-aging. It's it's, it's cancer preventing. Um, it's that's, certainly that's what they you say, know isn't it's it? certainly stress reducing. Um, I'm buying it. Yeah, I, mean, I am too. So you know, when we talk about happy hormones, we talk, we talk about oh, the four important ones: <laughs> oxytocin, which is the orgasmic hormone. That's, that's right. That's a very yeah. important one. So so the health benefits of the physical aspect of it, but. Um, yeah, but I'll just make Tracy's point. I think that you know, you're probably looking too traditional in your approach okay. with that. So, well, I personally, that's my personal opinion. Yeah, yeah, and I admire that. But, <laughs> but I think in, in terms of blokes, what, what was it? What was the, the blokes part? Because you really annoyed me with what you said about the women's part. But the yeah, blokes, okay. you said blokes Men need, need to have sex to feel loved and to, appreciated. No, I mean, okay. need to have sex to, to get a physical and release. I, and that's what I wanted to Sometimes, hear from you. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I, you, know, I, you know, I'm not saying it's not an important part. You know, I, I think, you know, lovemaking and sex can be quite separate. They can yes. be present in the same relationship. Mm. You know, I think that's a really good thing sometimes because sometimes you want to make love to the person with, sometimes you want to have sex with the person with. And right. I that the same thing. No, it's not. Sometimes exactly. it's... Exactly. Yep. So, so I think that men, in a general sense, maybe they have more... Um, Ability to to use sex without having to feel oh, okay. feel it's that they feel wanted or feel needed, um, but I also think there's a group of men who, you know, are much more f- 
in touch with their female side, mm. if that's the correct thing to say, who, mm. who, who actually want to feel that it is part of, you know, the, the need and the want rather than being a physical release thing. So, so I think it's really changed a lot in, you know, and again, I have to allude back to my, my male group of friends and who, how, who are traditional as all heck, but some of them are softies underneath as well. How, how do you and, and your mates, if you discuss this, how do you nurture intimacy in your relationship? Um, again, I think that's partly upbringing and, and examples of what they've, they've had. I mean, and a lot of that's driven by equality in the females, the way that the female behaves. behaves. Or, I'm going to say demands. I don't mean demands in a, in a, mm. in a, in a negative no, way. Right. But no, the female can, can demand a certain behaviour from the man and the man reacts to that because there's a benefit to that. And yes. I think... So the, the development of the intimacy comes a bit to what you're getting coming back from you. It doesn't have to be the male delivering it only. Yeah, it's nuanced in yeah. a modern relationship where you have equality. And I think that's why I made the point before about some of the women who are the controlling people in that in that in that in the relationship situation. Or they're not in a relationship. They've yeah, got yeah. four partners on the go at once. Yeah. That used to be a bloke thing when I was at university oh, and George was at his heyday. <laughs> Um, but you know, but now, I mean, I, I seriously know women that have got three blokes on the go, on. and and they're established corporate women, you know, yeah. and they're not in a relationship with them. They're dating them, but it, it can be at a sexual level as well. Mm. And that was something that would have been so frowned upon now. But because blokes have used exactly. to do it, women, women do do exactly. that now. And I think women are, you know, the the, the actual. Nurturing of a relationship with the female contributing to what the level of. Um, the bloke's behaviour, the bloke's are very much learning to do that. So I think women are more assertive. I mean, assertive was a word I was looking for before. I think, mm. you know, yeah, it, it's yeah. not aggressive, it's assertive. And I think women are much more assertive in relationships these days. And, you know, it's, I, I really like that. Well, and, that's, and, that's come, and that's come with a changing a attitude. Some of these blokes. Oh, and I think I there's know. so many rules and regulations and PCs and, you know, you, you do it. They don't want, guys don't want to do this or guys don't want to do that. So sometimes women just can't wait for that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anthony, well, here's, a, here's a question. Uh, this, this is going to be uh, the ultimate distractor. Uh, what, what kills intimacy, do you think? What kills What's the dampener? You mean in a, in an in a relationship? relationship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, yeah. When you lose that bond, when you use that, yeah. Uh, wow. Well, um, I think infidelity is sort of jumping as my no, first. Yes. I mean, it has to be the number one yes. at the top of the list, doesn't it? I, you know, I, I mean, it seems such an obvious answer. Mm. I didn't want to give it, George, in one sense, because I was trying okay. to think. No, I, mean, I think there, you're right. Yeah, I mean, that. <laughs> I mean, they're probably more important, and and again, not wanting to be too personal, I think boredom in a relationship, growth. Well, yeah, growth apart. Yeah, growth. growth apart. I mean, mm. you, you know. I've never had a relationship that's been held together by a sexual intimacy component being the most important part, even though I think that's an incredibly important part mm. of a relationship. But um, when the other parts of the relationship that, that hold the relationship together, communication and enjoying Honesty, doing things yeah. together and being interested in, George, how was your day, how'd it go? When, when, when that separation occurs, the intimacy is going to drop away because the attraction for the person ought to be intellectual. Correct. It ought to be based on yes. the person you're attracted to, not the physical part of the person, because the physical part of the person can be a Saturday night at the local pub, <laughs> and then it's all gone Sunday. But when you're talking about a relationship industry falling away, apart from infidelity, which is the obvious the first answer I gave, I think 
you know, boredom and, 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 you know, what I enjoy here about my mates is the concept of the date night. Perhaps we're off topic a bit here, but the date night is something that, that I think is a term that I've only become familiar with in, in recent oh, okay. years, I suppose, okay. in terms of... Well, bring me up to speed. What do you, what, what do you yeah, understand well, to be I mean, you know, date night? In, in people that have, that have got kids, people that have been in a relationship for 10 oh, or 15 years, and oh, okay. they decide they're committing a time for just... Going them out. to go out. Regard they, they've got their Tuesday night is their date night. Mm. Like as if they were a young couple that didn't have kids, mm. and so they're recreating, I suppose, what was the original connection or the original time they had for each other without the any other excitement. Idea, external it's a great idea. It is a good idea, a isn't it? So, so obviously you don't know about date night. You better find out about sure. it because every I, you know, night's date do I, night. Do I need a babysitter? Well, no, that's, that's yeah. Well, that's 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 the great <laughs> couples say that. Tracy. Every night's date night with my boy. Or, <laughs> You know, but 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 some people with the busy world we live in, you know, with, with whether you're working in you know a really busy corporate life or whether things, you, you, you know, you're too tired for intimacy, yeah. you're too tired, you know, to, to do things. Yes. You have to say, okay, well, every second Thursday is our date night. Yeah, we're going to a movie. We're going to the we're going too to the Japanese restaurant. Um, Can you imagine how much fun you would have had during COVID? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> couldn't get away. Well, different, different experiences, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You could do yeah. your own different Wasn't that supposed nights? to be a bit of a relationship killer because, uh, <laughs> you know, suddenly you're having to spend a lot more time with that person that you managed to get your space from because it, it's, yeah, it was so challenging. that might have killed. It was There's only so many times you can see people in their, um, their brunch coat or their uh, pyjamas to decide that kills them. <laughs> well, Absence makes the heart grow fonder is what Anthony's saying. Or out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. Well, that's a wrap for today, guys. Thanks, Anthony, so much. It was great talking to you. But taking the plunge to open yourself to intimacy isn't always easy, but it can lead to living a more balanced and authentic life. What do you reckon, George? I'm not arguing with anything you just said. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, George. Thanks, Anthony. Thanks for listening to Men Talking Frankly. Until next time.